Hello, hello, it's Wednesday again. I'm Carla Vasquez. It's Carla V Thinks Out Loud, episode 16. Today I have our first double dose guesting, man. We've only ever had one guest. So we've got Austin Farrar and Justin Schippler. How's it going? Hello. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank oh, you for having us. Glad to be here, yeah. It's all it's kind of last fun. minute. I saw you guys Monday. Yeah. yeah. The show, and I was like, Cody Dove can't do it this week. Are you guys, are you guys down? Yeah, and it I really took both of us it. to, like, fill one person's spot. In. Yeah. yeah. And we're still not there. <laughs> we get one more to make this whole, <laughs> just kidding. Oh, that's funny. But you guys are kind of a duo anyway, in a sense, sure. and you guys are used to almost speaking as one. We uh, we work together on a couple of podcasts. We co DM or GM, I guess, is the appropriate term nowadays. What? Is we, it really GM? Yeah, we game, game master because we don't just host sci fi games. We're not just oh. dungeon masters. Yeah. yeah, so they are. I know them as my dungeon masters because yeah. I have played. We did once. It was a lot of so fun. far. A lot. Um, We're doing a one shot kind of scary theme for the Halloween season. We need to finish we're, that one too. We're getting it's that whole group we were talking about. We're going to be doing. Like mm-hmm. a, a D and D live show. Yes, tell us about that project because that's um, why you reached out to me. Right? Yeah. yeah, right. So it started. We kind of spoke about the project to each other. We'd been co DM in a Dungeons and Dragons game for a while, like a year and a half. We moved it online during the pandemic, which nice. took some adjustments, but also showed us a whole lot of new technological advancements that have come about in the gaming community. For sure. Wow. And uh, Justin's like, what do you think about hosting one that's locally themed? And mm-hmm. I'm like, that sounds like a lot of fun. And he's like, what if we fill it with all like local performance artists, stand-up comedians, musicians? And I'm like, okay, I'm in. Get like local artists to do the artwork. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Local um, music for like, each episode. So tell me how this can be filmed, because I think I'm still a little bit like confused so, not confused just wondering really similar to the setup you have here as if you were the game master mm-hmm. you would have a camera on you mm-hmm. and then all the players justin and i would probably have a backup camera showing everybody at once yeah. okay reaction and then we'd shots have a battle cam to show them overhead oh sweet okay because it's a tabletop role-playing game so when you say all the art and all this stuff where gonna, would that it's not gonna be live we're not we're not gonna be doing that so right. we're gonna film it edit it and then release it art as in like characters npcs non-playable characters people you'll meet along the way monsters especially that's a lot of fun to get art of and the area of too we'll have we'll have fantasy versions of like downtown albuquerque or the bosque as an enchanted forest i'm excited for that that kind of stuff I'm very excited. So we'll be dressed. So then, will we be dressing as our characters oh, for? It's totally up to you. Yeah. Really? But we do. Uh, <laughs> sure. I kind of a yeah. little bit at least want to get a few things to help me get into character. You know. Do you absolutely. Tell the fans, your audience, about your character at all. What you're like thinking about playing. So I'm still not sure. Justin and I have talked about this. I like the character I have, but then there were some parts of it that I thought were very uh, similar to the strengths of some of the other players. Yes. And so I was wanting something that was a little bit more diverse to fill in the holes of what we could do during the different campaigns. Now, what's that, that called? Sense. When you make a, par- a party balancing? Party balancing. All right. Yeah. Is that what that's called? Is that'd it a real thing? Pal- yes. Party balancing. You stumbled on a real shit. concept. <laughs> and that's kind of out the window in the version we're going to be playing. Sort okay. of. Sort it of. It helps, obviously. Um, the thing, I, I do, typically don't care about party balance except for one aspect 
and that's the way you're describing it and that's because you feel too similar to everybody else you yeah. want to feel unique right yeah and i want to be because when I the situation unique, arises I want to feel helpful. We want to build it towards you right and right. if everybody's playing like a wizard it's like we go to the wizard college or something everybody's gonna have something to do it's kind of be gonna be overwhelming right right it's gonna be like arcs like we're gonna have like you know this episode we're focusing on you know these two characters backstories and then the next oh, one will see. be like you know a fight there'll be combat there'll be puzzles okay um i have delved into dungeons and dragons hardcore since the pandemic hit because i lost my job whenever it happened what were you doing before? uh i worked as a uh, at a bullet detection software company. It's so cyberpunk. <laughs> bullet detections. Yeah, they company. put in like fire alarms. But they, they looked heard like things. they looked like fire alarms, but it could it, it would hear things like you said, and it could differentiate between like random noise and gunshots. Oh, sick! And then it could Whoa. be like tied to other security systems. So if a gunshot goes off, it locks down the area or the cameras turn on or it calls the police. He told or... me about this job so humbly. He's like, what? it's just, it's a software job. I know it's the way you say like, I don't know, just some I'm like, stuff. I'm like, you're saving lives, bro. I was, I was kind of like the, not really the graphic designer, but I would do the layouts. Okay. So like, I would get the blueprints of the buildings that they're being installed in, and then determine using their parameters yeah. where the best place to place each one to go. And then that the sounds like an indie game. Like each yeah. one has a certain radius, and you got to build. It the was best a little yeah. bit like playing a video game. It does sound like yeah, an early video game <laughs> too, of like my Minesweeper, whatever they were called. Oh, yeah. totally. <laughs> but uh, mine installer. Yeah, they closed down a little bit. They're back now. I wasn't one of the people brought back, but they're mm. back now. Mm. Um, but they did close down, uh, so I'd lost my job whenever the whole COVID restrictions were happening oh, yeah. and. Uh, all that and I saw an ad online for professional dungeon master and applied what and had to do like a cup I had to do two different test games um, the first one sounded so hardcore and you then brought that up because <laughs> I had to take over our normal Dungeons and Dragons duties and when you were doing the test yeah. one and what was it it was um, I felt like I got like shoved in the deep waters because it was for nine players First which of all, is wow. a lot for what? one person to handle. For it's, one, nine. It's a lot nine. of players, and it was max level. So level twenty. So it was level Everybody 20. had all the abilities. And they want they wanted it to be like nautical themed. <laughs> Wait, so everybody's underwater? Uh, okay. Yeah. So they did a kraken hunt. Oh, that's actually kind of sweet, um, but that seems very like a really hard monster to kill. It was. Yeah, and there was a pirate ship with uh, demons controlling it that had like meteor cannons what? at 20th level D&D you really gotta like go yeah, crazy go because the players can literally like cast a spell called wish where they can ask for whatever they want and it'll probably happen what <laughs> at level but, 20 yeah that's, but that's like that's the top that's yeah. the very high level and so you were you were master your dungeon your it, DM, I mean for nine at that level yeah oh my god it was a lot that's it was wild. a lot. So you had two test games. So you had that one and that another one. That was your audition. That was that's your audition it. for yeah. That was <laughs> interview kind today. of yeah. That one was, that one was less of an audition because that was like with actual customers, but yeah. it was still kind of like a tryout. 
the first audition I did was just with other people who worked at the company. Mm-hmm. And then once I passed that, they let me do the other one. And now I've been working with them for over a year. We're about to, we just finished writing our first book that we kickstarted. It's like a D&D supplement uh, called Griot's Guide to the Wildlands. That is, um, it's really innovative. It's like instead of getting in combat encounters, mm-hmm. you get in encounters with nature. Yeah, it's oh, building dude, on nature encounters. It's like, oh shit, avalanche. The, it is. <laughs> it is and in a the whole book. Bunch of rules. It is. It is, is cool. in the book. Like they do have some rules, but it's like two pages yeah, of like, okay. you know, so here's an avalanche. Stabbing. Here's a, a quicksand. Here's that kind of stuff. So we just like. There needs to be more. Mm-hmm. So we are, went on Kickstarter, and we got over, we got like 600% funded Wait, for our really? first project, which is freaking awesome. What? That's so amazing. Great job. Wow. Yeah. And we're, we're just now finishing, uh, I was one of the lead writers, along with like six other people, and now it's in like the production phase. It's going to ship Ooh. out at the end of, ne- at the end of November. And both of you guys are working on this? No, that's his That's thing. just me. That's a lot of work, man. That's what so I was doing much? up until now. And that took how long to do? Um, just the writing of it and, like, the structuring of it. It was, like, full-time work for, like, yeah. three months, basically. That's it? Because you were doing research, too, though. I was doing a lot of that. research. Because he'd be messaging me, and he'd be like, it's really depressing looking up what happens during a mudslide. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like and watching all these videos online. Yeah. It's like I, I just saw You're a video of someone so die for sad. real. Yeah. I just saw a video of someone just get swallowed up by the earth for and real. And you're like, oh. I can't look up dragon attack and have the, uh, that emotional attack. Oh my God. But like nature, it Tsunamis yeah. wrecks you. Reading the Hurricane. horror stories about like... Uh, what happens to people whenever they go into hot springs, not realizing how hot they oh, are, God, or sometimes no. they're just Do made they of know? acid. Like, oh yeah, it, oh. it's like fa- flash boiling yourself, <laughs> and your Ow. skin just like oozes off. It's a painful, slow death. Should they take it? Should everybody like take a thermometer to hot springs? Only go in hot springs if you know they're safe. Take your turkey thermometer <laughs> yeah. to the hot springs, guys. You yeah. have one. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, if it take explodes, that. don't get inside. Yeah, if that explodes. <laughs> yeah, if you're a barista, take your like milk thermometer. Over there. Do it. Too hot. <laughs> Too hot. Yeah. You can let it cool down. <laughs> oh man. Justin, real quick, not to whatever. You, could you scoot up like two inches? I think yeah. just the backdrop is hitting your chair when you're. Sure. Lying. Sorry. Sorry. Is it fine? It's just yeah, making sure it wasn't sorry. like messing with the like. No, yeah. Never mind. Get, scoot way back. Oh, Actually, can you go behind? Yeah, yeah. I'll get like... behind. Okay, so fun fact. Early right. D&D days, they would, the dungeon master would play from behind a curtain That's for right. full immersion. Mm-hmm. That's the right. The party would sit around the table, and then he would do silly voices and shit. Can we curse on this podcast? Yeah. Okay. Whatever, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he'd be like acting like a goblin tribe or something back there. And you can't see him. You, just, you can't like, see any of his roles or his reaction to him. That died off pretty quickly, but I kind of enjoy the theatrics of it. What for sure? So when did that die off? When like because very you quickly. See them? What yeah. seventy six? Yeah, that was like. Was like well, I feel like I would want to see the role, or I would want to be. You'd want to you see. Know, we still use the DM yeah. screen though. If you yeah, know. I like that. They yeah. do still have a thing, and they have things behind that. They have all like these really rad nice props. On it. it has all of our secrets. There was like some chest <laughs> that they brought out, and it was all like, oh, I won't give away things, but it was part of the game. And then Brian's like, teeth inside. I was like, what? They have all oh, these rad things. Yeah. 
they're, you guys are, side note, very good at double dungeon mastering. Thanks. Thank you. And uh, I really felt, we played for what, almost six hours or something? You get lost in you it. You get lost it in it. It felt like two hours and I was so like stoked. I was just like, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really yeah. good. My you can definitely get lost in it, that's for oh, sure. Which yeah. is one of my favorite things about it. Combat can drag on, even as a dungeon master or game master. If you, the whole night is combat, you gotta find ways to make it interesting. But huh. storytelling and like, like being characters and stuff, mm -hmm. if it's a role play night mixed with a little bit of combat, we'll play for six, seven hours. And it's yes. like, oh, I gotta get home. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the last time they're like, are you gonna make it to the mic? I don't even know what day it was. I was like, yep, yeah, not coming. <laughs> like, no. Too deep in this. Too deep. <laughs> Give me a bear shippler. We're doing it. <laughs> no, but it's fun. So, okay, so they used to play in the different room. Larry is bringing up two. Are there, is it true that? Some dungeon masters have gotten like way too wild that they like start having characters make sex and things. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a thing. Make sex. I'm 35. You can definitely <laughs> roll and see if you can I'm make not sex a virgin. right now. Yeah. That's that's... Cool. I was gonna say I found this in the like bowl scale. Like the day like you messaged me again, went for a walk. It's I was like, sign. oh yes, oh my god. When I was in the hospital, he messaged me about my character. Just you know, like saw it, but I was like whatever. And then next week, I like was like in the Bosco BB-8, the dog, um, and we, I was thinking about it, and then he messaged me, and literally I take five steps, see this blue thing sitting at the base of a tree in the Bosco, and it's this, I thought it was like a stress ball, but it's pretty hard, it's that's, like a foam die. That's what we would call an, a plot hook. An omen, yeah. I, yeah, it was this, there's all these interesting synchronicities that I think can happen if people notice. Where are we? Three. A three, right in the middle. I dig it. I like it. And it's right in the middle. We'll leave it there. So, we'll roll more later. The reason there's a lot of sex talk involved mm -hmm. in D&D &D and making sex. <laughs> I mean, role-playing in general evolved online with D&D &D together. And there's yeah. like a lot of crossover, a lot of erotic role-playing. I did not know that. But oh, also... Yeah. Definitely. Oh. There's like a whole... <laughs> there's like an ongoing joke in even in current D&D that one of the classes is always like the horny class that wants Can to fuck everyone. Can you guess which everyone. one? The dwarves. <laughs> it's bards. The bards? the bards. Oh, interesting. Is that Which what is Royal what, wanted? That's what Royal's playing. <laughs> Royal's in this game. <laughs> Royal Wood Jr. The third. Shout I don't out. Know. Yeah. 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 Um. So, uh, also a really popular <laughs> episode of Community. There's an mm. entire scene where Abed and Annie are going back and forth and that's describing true. a sex scene, but it's muted and you can only see their pantomimes. That's true. And that's it's like sort a... of influenced the And then they're like doing it. the whatever, and then it's like one of those like 360 cameras almost. Yeah. Isn't mm -hmm. it? Beautiful. They have beautiful episodes. That show, sorry, I'm just really pull Show's so good. It is. Oh, yeah. They have two episodes, great... uh, two or three Dungeons and Dragons episodes. Just two, I think. Because it's a recurring thing, like during two seasons, like, yeah. they bring back There's like a Dungeon Master. Villain plot. Oh, so good. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it's been yeah. ripped from Netflix or not because it did have blackface from Chang being a drow elf. He went full painted <laughs> face. Right. I know a lot of episodes got ripped That's recently. Right. I wonder. I wonder if they just censored that part. And... Either it they might have just taken it, it out. It wouldn't diminish been... the episode to nah. take Chang out. It would kind of be funny. <laughs> just like he's not in this one. Yeah, it, he was kind of a ghost in that show anyway. Sometimes exactly. Great you guys, show. You guys are lucky. Okay, <laughs> when I was. Growing up and playing role-playing games, like I told you, I only played D&D like maybe a handful of times. Mm -hmm. I got more into Star Frontiers. Um, We're going to need you to explain that If anybody us. knows what Star Frontiers is, let us I'm know. I'm so interested. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but he knows. It's but... the same thing as D&D. I mean, it's all dice and shit. Right. Is it kind of Big Star Wars-based? It's kind of Star Trek-y based. Oh, Ooh, even, even better. better. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you guys 
I mean, there's more female players than there ever was back when I was fucking playing. That chicks I believe there was a like lot of gatekeeping ch- or oh, just like dude. hesitation to enter that chicks, world. Chicks were so not the, down with it uh, at all. Do you think it went both ways though, where it was like, this is our. Oh, it was a boys' club thing. It was a boys' club, yeah. yeah. Boys okay, club. thank you for saying that. I was not going to try to say it in a diplomatic yeah. way, but yeah. But it's becoming more and more, just like gaming is, they're saying that about 60% of the gamers out there are girls. Oh, yeah. And you wouldn't know that they wow. were because they're trying to hide their identities. Yes, for sure. That's true. It's that whole movement Your daughter's that happened a where gamer nerd too. is cool now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It really is. Yeah, it really I was getting is. beat up for it. It was. I got beat up for it whenever I was younger too. Oh, I've been I grew playing up since. Really lucky where we would actually play D and D with the football team. Oh. Like, it was accepted in the culture. I had some friends. Yeah, a few that were cool. It was sort of the mix around our ages. I think is like yeah. started mix all everyone. It was still the, the cultures, physics you know? teacher that was our DM. Oh, so funny. super nerdy in that aspect. <laughs> I learned because I was babysitting somebody. I was fourteen. I started babysitting like twelve. I was like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. I started babysitting Daniel Gallagher, who's like my mom's friend's kid. Him and his sister, and he would like do recitals of trumpet for me, and she would like dance with me and whatever. And then one day, I would do weekly whatever. I was their babysitter, and one day he's like, "Do you know Dungeons and Dragons?" Mm. He's like, well, "Can I teach you how to play?" And then we'd make his sister play too. But it would just be like the three of us, and he was the dungeon yeah. master, but also he would. He had, like, a character usually. He was, like, 10 or so, you know, nine. I don't know. But then in high school, we were, like, together in high school at a weird time. So I played with him again when I was older. Nice. Rest in peace, Daniel Gallagher, not to make it sad. But when you guys told me, like, let's play, I was like, oh, yeah. Nice. I remember those days. It's been a long time. And I think the last one I played was maybe the second generation or the second, third, if that. It's been did, 18 years, probably. Did you ever years, play any of the PC games or anything? No, okay. I haven't. But I have a friend, Josh Nick, who I need to get back in contact with. And I said, um, but he plays every week. Like, every Saturday plays online and has his headset and yeah. does his thing. And he'll play for, like, yeah, six, yeah, seven my, hours. My daughter's big into Minecraft and Roblox and all that shit. Back in when I was growing up, there would be no fucking girl playing those games, dude. It'd be... <laughs> Like, they had right. no interest. One of the first ones I think that girls were sort of starting to be more a part of when my generation was the, was it World of Warcraft or whatever? Yeah. That yeah. Was yeah. Wow. I had a lot of friends, like female friends that started getting into wow. And that was like, because they would that's make a, fun of me about PC the dozen. Game. Yeah. And that was one. And I don't know if that's still around. I knew a but lot I like the role playing more. Women that played uh, EverQuest. Sure. I know that one. Second Life. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Second EverQuest Life. was the precursor to wow. It was mm-hmm. like high fantasy, mm-hmm. not as cartoonish. Gotcha. And then there was EverQuest 2. And that was the first like one I got online, the MMO I played online. I played for like 2 weeks and then my subscription ran out and I was like, eh, I don't have the I don't have the connection speed at this time to do this or the time. <laughs> I got real deep into WoW for a little while, but <laughs> you did. Um I, I What's your intro to Dungeons like... and Dragons? Me? Yeah. I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons since I was like 14 years old, yeah. and I got into it because I was really into Magic the Gathering, we and it's the same that. company. I love Is the it? art. Like, dude, oh, I, was, I didn't know when that. When I was growing up, dude, we found out about it at a comic book store. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we'd go to the comic book store and be like, what the fuck is this game? With the <laughs> sick artwork yeah. with yeah. swords and the dragons. Like, and... I gotta, we gotta play this game. It's the always artwork the artwork. What... That's what got me into Magic the Gathering, yeah. too. I was like, these cards are amazing. Then I was like, they have rules, too? I'm gonna learn how to play this. Yeah. <laughs> and Dude. it's basically just improv. But That's what I like about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it's good for your... It's, it de- 
especially for kids, there's a lot of development there as far as, you know, for sure. a lot of kids don't use their imagination and yes. step outside the roles oh they're gosh. given or like, I was just thinking about to. that. Like now, like so many things just being accessible, like right in your face. Like I can just find out this now. Why do I need to actually learn this? Why do I, you know, like just different things as a kid, we'd ask my dad, what's this word mean? He's like, encyclopedias, go look it up. <laughs> and like, we would have to read it oh, out loud. Too. And, it and was, and now that there's computer, it's, you can just... I feel like da, 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 da. it's taking away, yeah, that part of their, like, imagination, that part of critical thinking That's of, like, putting things together, you I know? I tell my daughter that all the time. I was like, That's why are you that. asking me to help with your homework? You've got a fucking computer, you've got a phone, you've got... <laughs> I'm an optimist. I believe we're just in a transitionary period. It's too new for so. a lot of people to, like, totally grasp how powerful it is. Because we've been talking about it in sci-fi forever, having these, like, magical oh, yeah. devices, like... Don't panic. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's oh, basically that's right. an iPhone. Yeah. yeah. Star Trek right. had the tablets and yeah. everything. Yeah. And I think that's where we're going is once we learn mm-hmm. kind of how to get kids off of it and like don't let them watch YouTube. That shit's creepy. <laughs> like kids YouTube goes <laughs> to dark places. It does. Yeah, they just did those studies too about how it's just like all these Facebook they, or the whistleblower of Facebook was like, yeah, it's fucking up kids' lives. Like Yeah, they're like the more controversy the better. But once we learn how to harness it and, like, use it like we did encyclopedias, because we had encyclopedias for, like, what, 700 years? (laughs) Yeah. Fucking crazy. Uh, A through Z plus the extra two. Then you go and you look in the encyclopedia and you just get stuck looking up dirty words and, like, boobies and shit. Uh, I always look up dogs. I don't know. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's the same thing as the internet. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I would just watch. (laughs) It literally is. It's the same as the internet. I look up. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny because everybody does, like, cats. Yeah. Or dogs. Or sex things. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) It never changes. It has, just the medium changes. It really did. My mind's like a little bit like happier and sadder at the same time realizing this. I'm like, that's cool. We're not fucked. But I'm like, wait, we're just in this ever like cycling yeah. same shit all the time in different ways. Oh, yeah. That's uh, crazy. You got a job out of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. It so, we're here now. And Cheers. Then, that is amazing. And yeah. then through that. Like, it's pretty crazy. So, how, so, with this job, how do you, what do you, do for it is it weekly how often are you running like currently uh up until recently i was doing three games a week wow three and a half to four hours long each game uh one of my games that first one i ever started running getting paid for it ran for uh a year and a half basically and we ended it last week wow congrats Um, a whole campaign yeah from level one they got level one starting off first mission uh, finding a town's lost barrel of mead shipment <laughs> ended level 13 defeating a god Damn. that's nice. D&D nice <laughs> dig it so that gives you an idea of how powerful level 20 Thanks. is not me but a party of level 13s can defeat a god <laughs> yeah <laughs> we had that's commendable yeah. to get through a campaign that's yeah. rare also it, it is pretty even rare even as DMs we're constantly switching games we're like do you want to cancel this one so we can pick up this other one we're oh, interested right. you in? Get just, yeah, yeah, you get and not bored, but like see something else. Like, there's, there is or a, players get bored and drop out. Yeah, then there is resistance oh, yeah. to being like paid DMing. Really had a huge resurgence, like a huge surgence in during the pandemic. Like mm-hmm. more and more people are like, oh, like this is a thing. There's a website you can go to, startplayinggames.com. That's where I, I post 
like that's where I advertise all of the games that I'm running okay. and find players is people go on there, they can read the description, mm-hmm. sign up, they can leave reviews, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's it does get some pushback. There are a lot of people who get very upset at the idea of being charged to play, like, oh, you're playing with us. Why am I giving you money to play with us? Oh. <laughs> it has that nice guy mentality, though, of the same guys that are against sex work, <laughs> where they're like, why should I pay for it when I can get it for free? Do you want to? <laughs> sure. That's so funny. So, are you, are, did the same yeah, people I don't think people this? understand, like, it takes a, a sense of storytelling to get people enthralled. And yeah. a lot of work behind the scenes. You said yeah. you were running yes. four-hour games. I'm like, how much homework are you doing doing the world building <laughs> behind takes, that? So, it takes, yeah. A, yeah, it's like what you have the world building, then you have, obviously, you know, all the things, but even in the moment, which is so amazing, and between the two of you guys, you work so seamlessly together of like, knowing who's gonna answer which questions or how you're gonna tell the story almost, which, was great and you paint a really great world but you also thanks. have to react to everybody's move you also yeah. have to react to every what anybody can almost say any but anything that's what it really is if nobody's played it. like that it's kind of like yes yeah, a role playing it's you're making up your own characters yeah you have you a little bit of free like will to say what you want as you, you have to make it look like you've pre-planned everything but really you're basically fly, see, you you have you have like you want to look behind the scenes? There's things you that you want to do. <laughs> yes. A little DM secret. So say you go into a village, and there's like seven big buildings, barns owned by families, a couple of silos, okay. and smaller houses. You enter the village, your party's like, oh, what do we do? Uh, let's, uh, let's go into one of these buildings. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have 36 buildings mapped out. We're going to have seven <laughs> oh, buildings right. mapped out, and we're going to swap them. With, on the with, fly for whatever ones you go in. Right. Yeah. That's that one of sense. the tricks. Interesting. That's not always I, the case. You if might have are, you actually might have 36 play. small buildings planned out if it's significant to the story, if it's a big dungeon. Yeah, yeah. like if this is like a hub game and this is like their city where they're going to spend like all of their time centralized, you might go into that You much also detail. might just make up a chart uh, with 36 options on it, okay. there are simple suggestions. Mm-hmm. Roll when they enter a building and go improv off of that. Mm-hmm. You enter and the we, building and it's on fire. You have to escape quickly or you'll take damage. We've been really good friends for a long time, and we've done a podcast together, mm-hmm. so we've gotten used to kind of riffing off of each other doing that. Um, and not a whole lot of people do double DMing. I put this suggestion yeah, on Reddit that. when we thought of the idea well, and yeah. I got downvoted to oblivion. <laughs> really? People were like, it's impossible. Just run your own game. You'll yeah. run into quarrels and headbutt constantly in what direction <laughs> you want to take it. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck what direction we take it. That's yeah, up to the players. Guys, yeah, you guys do leave it. I think there's like a it. lot of ego involved in DMing. There can be for that. sure. Yeah. I did tell you guys that night, and I hadn't played in so long that I thought that it was normal now to maybe have two DMs. Like, you guys, I've never seen two DMs, but I was like, you guys, it's so, like, yeah, it's very fucking rare. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like We wanted to try it. We wanted to try it. Especially after the pushback. We were like, hell, no one else is doing it. And that's why we want to start this show and put it out on YouTube. The thing that got us to, like, be like, like, why wouldn't we try this is, there are times in D&D 
where the party forces me to talk to myself as two different characters yeah. for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, math takes up which, a lot of the time. Which, math? if there's two of us, oh, all the... of a sudden, I don't have to do two different voices where I'm like, oh, I'm over here talking, <laughs> mm-hmm. and now I'm over here responding. I'm the... We can just go off of each other. I'm the barkeep. I'm the barmaid. <laughs> so when did you guys meet? Uh, pretty soon after I moved to Albuquerque, yeah. like no. 20, 2013, you think we met? Yeah, about, I think. We both That's moved, we were in nice. the same apartment complex, didn't know it. We met at a party outside of that, and we're like, oh, we live at the same place. Yeah. yeah. So we started hanging out. Yeah. Nice. And when did you realize that it was a shared interest of yours? Um. Pretty early. It. Yeah. Pretty early. I mean, we got high together a couple of times and watched bad movies. And it clicked. And we were just like, oh, okay, there it is. We're going to watch real bad TV and get high together. Yeah. And Um, it grew mm -hmm. from there. I introduced him to Avatar The Last Airbender. And then, you know. We were just talking about that. He was super resistant to horror movies about space or aliens because he grew up in Roswell. Yeah. So he'd never seen Alien or Aliens or any of those. You were so. I was just like, Aliens are boring. I don't care. You grew up in Roswell. It's like, yeah, you get overwhelmed by it. Shoved up your ass. Yeah, Every year, like, a bunch of jackasses come yeah. to the town and talk about them nonstop. <laughs> the McDonald's is shaped like a spaceship, and all of our streetlights have little alien eyes on them. Oh, it's so That's cool. So funny. <laughs> like with my stepmom, she's like, never get me anything with hot air balloons on it. I'm over it. <laughs> we were actually disappointed when we went to Roswell for the yeah. first time. Yeah. Wait, when did you go for the first time? Uh, like 2019? what? Yeah. Was dis- it during the? It is a little off season. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is, I don't, whatever. It's a little like a town you could pass through and kind of miss almost. Yeah. And you would think the alien stuff would be even more, but then everything, like it turns out to be alien. Like one strip has like a few, like these have been here forever kind of stories. Right. But then like every restaurant's like the alien, the UFO on it. Like my high school mascot was a rocket. (laughs) a red rocket (laughs) right (laughs) I do like dogs (laughs) I feel like the only thing to feature aliens and UFOs for that long and retain like interest is Doctor Who because you're watching it and you're like every single week or whatever I dropped off a long time ago but for a while I was really into it what season did he get to? I I got to the whole through the whole resurgence from the Chris Eccleson to That's the Matt a Smith. I did a Matt, little yeah. into the older guy after Matt Smith. How many, like, do you think that is? I stopped right after things? Matt Smith. I've only watched, like, two, but two different people playing Doctor Who. But I know, I feel like I hate when it shows end. So I'm like, I should probably get into Doctor Who. It never oh, ends. Oh, you don't have to worry about that show yeah. ending. It, it never ends. It, I should get so... into That's why I, that's yeah. why I was like, I should get into Doctor Who because I'm always disappointed when shows end. That's how British TV nah. works. It either has one season or lasts forever. Never Seriously, ends. dude. One of my favorite shows, well, I guess it's five. Misfits. Did you ever watch? I did watch Misfits. I didn't watch Misfits. Watch no. it. I think it's on Hulu now. I think four or five seasons. Uh, Robert Sheehan from Umbrella Academy yeah. is now... is was on it. Okay. Yeah, I think I've talked about it on the show. I love it that much and I've rewatched it so many times. It's these like... Misfits, like British sort of people who have community service and then they all get struck by lightning. And it's like a dark comedy. So yeah. like they're solving fucking murders and shit, but they all have like fucked up powers, like stupid Ooh. ones. 
and it's like very stupid yeah like superpowers. Stu- like you like your pretty stupid, stupid like one's immortal <laughs> so they keep like killing him and then he's like i keep having fucking come back like there's all these yeah um so yeah it's a fun show you should watch if you haven't guys i you watched really a lot it. of peep show peep show's good and a lot of in-betweeners mm-hmm. Sorry, I was wrong. In betweeners is so great. good. I just it's rewatched so the one with um, where Will like he he smokes pot for the first time or he eats a joint yeah. and he's like gets on stage. He's like, I have to call the ambulance. Somebody call an ambulance or my mum. I think I'm dying. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I'm not doing this with my hands. I swear, I'm dying. Anyway, I, sorry. Watch that show, too. So good. I still yell bus wankers if I'm bus drunk wankers. enough. Bus wankers! Bus wankers! Oh, bunch of British kids. Yeah, I watched the... Yeah, I used to watch a lot of British shit because of... Yeah. I don't know how we got off on this tangent, but I like it. Oh, but the... So your podcast is... Have you seen it? Have you seen it? The yep. one we started Have with you... was Amazeballs. We're still putting out episodes for that. Okay. And that's like TV talk, like TV anthologies. That's just, kinda... It's more short. We watch a couple of episodes that have something to do with each other and okay. then talk about them. Right. Oh, sweet. But then we got our friend Josh, and this is where we like found our footing, I think, is Have You Seen? And we talk about movies, but Josh has never seen a single movie. Yeah. He's our trump card. The way That's, that's the way amazing. I, the way I picture it is, like is it's kind of like three levels. I have my bachelor's in film studies, so I, like I literally studied film. For real? Watch oh, movies yeah. for college. Yeah, watch movies yeah, for college. He, I just he's for just fun, a huge film mm-hmm. buff, and then my friend Josh literally had never seen Terminator <laughs> until we showed it to oh, him. No. Or so that's the fun of the show. Like any, that's like cool. li- okay. name any movie. We're gonna do, we're doing that's our hundredth cool. episode. I don't think I could have 100th? a friend like that. I've never <laughs> seen the Terminator, dude. That's <laughs> why they did the podcast. Like that's we're only can watch movies if we start a podcast and we can make fun of it. You'll be our friend, but we're gonna make fucking fun of you. You guys are going on hundred. We're, we're gonna have our hundredth episode here any, soon. I will watch. And we're gonna do one. we're gonna do the Matrix. How many episodes I love movies. Are you doing? I, I need to know hmm? that. How many episodes a week are you doing? Uh, one, a week. one a week, but we've been doing it for yeah, that's years. a long time. That's a long amazing. time now. BS show, we've been doing it for about a year and Just... eight months, and we're at one oh four. No, we're we're not quite there. We're we're still in the eighties, like high eighties. We right might have now. a bit it's of a backlog ever. It's yeah. like, <laughs> when you're at eighty, you don't ever think you're gonna get to a hundred. Yeah. yeah, we're we're at like eighty nine. <laughs> I think is the last episode we just released. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, we're gonna... we and that's the problem with podcasts it. is a lot of people don't follow through with them. Yeah, they'll do like ten episodes, and if it doesn't fucking catch fire, they just like dump it. Oh, it's yeah. like no, yeah. keep going. You yeah, you just got to keep going. Yeah, we have. And that's when we started to see numbers. Is when we hit episode like seventy five. Or... Yeah, mm-hmm. it just be con- and and mm-hmm. I think also being consistent, like mm-hmm. making sure you release it every time. Yeah. yeah. At the same- not necessarily. So we talked about when yeah. we started. Well, we were out for two weeks, but yeah. It's like, fine Wednesday to take. Wednesday at 6 p.m. It's fine to take. Well, no, we had a COVID scare. We had a COVID scare, and then I was in the hospital, yeah. and we didn't have any pre-recorded. Um, but we had pre-recorded episodes, and then just air them at that same time on the day we, we have, usually do, so that's still, you know. We have a backlog. We, we have a backlog yes, so of episodes too, What's, just in case we have to. And that's the thing episode. about movies is we may get into relevant topics, but the movies are timeless, so we can yes. put them out kind of whenever when I, mm-hmm. we need to. Yeah. Yeah, we have a bunch of Halloween episodes, so if Halloween's coming up, putting out a bunch of scary episodes. Yeah. 
Dude, um, I'm gonna end up binging this one. <laughs> my friend Peyton, <laughs> Peyton Moore. You remember Peyton Moore? He was a mm -hmm. comedian here. He's in Tucson now um, and doing What's the Score with PJ Moore. It's film, but a lot of it is soundtrack. Oh, nice. He talks about the soundtrack, talks about directors, whatever, and about like the you know Love it. the experience of the cast and just. Very much. We did Wet Hot American Summer. I was on his first oh, pot yeah. like episode, oh, but now he did like Diablo. He's been going through some. Uh, I think after Halloween he'll go back to like stoner movies, and then he'll have another category and kind of go through that. So I like his a lot. And now I'm like, there's another one I can watch. And I watch Doug Loves Movies all the time. I oh, listen yeah. to that one yeah. so much. Mm -hmm. Got my dad into that even because my love... dad's kind of a cinephile in a way. <laughs> we love movie podcasts too. So we like we're we love uh, we hate movies. That's it's a like big one out of our New big York. It's a bunch of, it's four stand-up comedians who talk about movies. Taking notes. We hate movies. How did this get made? Is like an oh, LA one. An LA yeah, one. It's kind of an like East and West one. Paul Sheer and <laughs> yes, Jason I know that Manzoukas. one. Who uh, does the, the one? The cast is mm -hmm. a female perspective on movies. They ask the They watch a movie and ask the question: Are there one or more uh, female or LGBTQIA huh. characters in this that have a conversation not about a man? Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Once you hear that test. question, you watch movies That's in a new so way, and you're like, "Wow!" I even said, <laughs> I uh, listen to this podcast is two dykes, uh, two dykes, one mic, mm -hmm. and they every episode they do talk about a movie or a show they've been watching and with a queer character. And then they talk about how they feel about how the character, and it's they're funny about it because they would be like, "Yeah," and then this sex scene, all of a sudden, she had like two popsicles. Like, what are we gonna do with this? Like, <laughs> do you want like you know, just like they get it's funny, and and I listen to that one. But yeah, that, what was that? What you said about the female one? The Bechtel cast. Bechtel. Yeah, and they're funny too. I I think if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go leftist and get an audience, you got to be a little funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just like as an example of of Josh. And our podcast yeah. is uh, oh. with Have You Seen? We we watched The Lost Boys. Oh, I love that. That's one so of my we start favorite. with an intro where <laughs> we have him movie. describe the movie. Sometimes he picks movies too that we haven't seen. That's yeah. the criteria. We keep it balanced. And, I love, uh, so Josh has seen movies then. <laughs> yep. And, well, it's gotten <laughs> watch movies for the podcast <laughs> yeah. the week before. Sometimes it's gotten <laughs> to the point now where he's run out of movies, so he does have to actually start watching movies. Right. Outside to put on the list for us to watch. But who has, and it is, hasn't seen nothing. the movie has to describe it based solely on the title, which gets pretty funny sometimes. Mm -hmm. I love that. What was one of the was some, was something recently that someone I had to. One do. of my favorites is uh, Double in, Indemnity. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to go on there. Double yeah. Indemnity. I don't. Yeah. That's even hard to say. How yeah. would you describe that movie Double having never seen it or heard about it? I don't even know what indemnity means. I don't think. <laughs> Double that. Double Do you indemnity. know what indemnity means, Larry? What you can look up be? the title, like the word, if you don't know what it means, but you can't look up the movie. <laughs> How do you spell indemnity? It'll take Larry 10 years to this type was, a word this out. This was no? Justin's pick, by the way. This is one of his college boy this movies. This was one of my favorite I mean, movies. <laughs> It was one of your favorite movies? Yeah, it's a classic noir film. Oh, that kind of, okay. You're giving stuff Doesn't that mean, like, kind of, indemnity? Doesn't that mean, like, not guilty or not? No, indemnity. Like, not a, not a, not accused or something yeah, like that? Yeah, kind of My like sister's that. watching it's not Geneva. Accused. Give us the... It's like the Tommy so Lee Jones one, I think it's Jeopardy more of, like, a, a play of, like, double accused. Right. Like, oh, I like you right. can't, like... Yeah, that kind of thing. Security or protection against a loss or other financial burden, indemnity, right? Yeah, because there's he's a, insurance. He's an legal insurance liability. Broker. Oh yeah, security against or exemption or from legal broker, liability like, uh, for one's actions. 
Um, and then a sum of money paid as compensation. But yeah, it sounds like the second one, yeah, you're not liable for some, your like actions. Double that, like two crimes committed and somebody gets off for two crimes? Yeah, but it's, right? it's Alfred Hitchcock, it's, basically. Yeah. Well, is yeah, it? it's not Alfred Hitchcock. But you would have to... No, isn't it? It's just black and white? It's not Double Alfred Hitchcock. Indian. It's Alfred Hitchcock because it was noir. It's, it's a Medea film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After Medea goes to jail, she got away with a crime. She yes. can't get charged for it Has twice, to, though, just yeah. like Ashley Judd. Right. Yeah, it gives another indemnity for a thing. Probably somebody broke into her house and she hit him <laughs> with a frying pan and stabbed him with a spork. Mm. <laughs> I'm good. Would you like another beer, <laughs> I'm good, thank you. <laughs> um, so, but just like an example of what he. Like how unaware of pop culture stuff he yeah, is. Yeah, the Lost Boys. Yeah, we did Lost mm-hmm. Boys, and for the first thirty-ish until it's revealed until it's blatantly until it's blatantly stated out loud that it was about vampires, he was convinced it was about aliens. Because there's oh, a lot of cheap shots in it where it's like crane flyovers. They don't really give it away. He thought it was about well, vampires do fly. We yeah, don't give him does. the poster. So to be fair, went in blind. Oh, we couldn't see the he poster. He went in no, no blind. Poster. He never even like heard, seen a poster. No. A lot of the times he is aware of it through pop culture. Sometimes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I've never seen some movies. But, but not Lost Boys. That was a good one. Yeah. He never. He had no idea. Like and it. the less we know about it, in particular, whoever hasn't seen it, the better. <laughs> And he's he's shown us my favorite movie that he's shown us was uh, that movie Uzumaki Spiral or was it? Oh Uzumaki yeah yeah it's a uh, it's like a Japanese, Japanese manga movie. horror the Japanese are kings Ooh, of the horror they are it's a we live action so about horror, horror spirals like anything spiral if it gets into your brain it'll kill you yeah it's like a and so there's so many good practical effects like it's somebody crazy. Gets what? stuck in a dryer and like spiraled up. Somebody gets stuck in a wheel well of a car and like oh, spiraled up. Oh. It's like, practice. It's like a creep show episode. It's so good. Oh my god! It's like Final Destination of spirals with creep show. Yeah. All right. I'll One of the it. ongoing jokes in our podcast is how much I love the movie Halloween Ugh. and how much him, him, him and Josh about him and Josh hate it. Like I showed it I'm, to him and Josh and I'm I was like, warned. I was so excited to have Josh watch it. And he's just like, this is so boring. I hated this movie. Maybe if I would have seen it as younger, I think I was the like The first 18. one is more of him just standing in That's what I did. Yeah, I think it's like, I'm going to be here. Now I'm going to hide behind this. Two tries to redeem it, but three is the PS3 is Okay. Oh, yeah. Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. You get the three masks. It's, it's Silver Shamrock, and it's like a, a Scottish cult. It's so good. Oh. Michael Myers isn't even in it. Wait, oh, that's the one he wasn't. Doesn't he come back? Doesn't yeah, Jamie Curtis four. get to kill him at some point? Because at first they were like, Spoiler, so Halloween. Yeah, you've all seen it. Once. Halloween 1 and 2 were like, okay, this is like two standalone they movies. They thought it was going to be an anthology series. And then the series. next one would be like an anthology series where it's just different Halloween Scary stories. Mm. So the third one was about like these haunted masks that possessed children. But people like Mike Myers so yeah, much that they're that like, "Where's he at?" Kind of cool, actually. It's, <laughs> it's good. Watch it. So you like the whole series or just the first one? The whole series. Uh, I like parts of them. Some of them are are really <laughs> good and can be. So good. <laughs> I no, I never claim that the whole series is just good, but one. I do love the first one. They have mm. their moments. Do you have a favorite scary movie? 
since we're talking this Halloween. year I'm going through all the Friday the 13th ones Ooh. and getting kind of a new appreciation for them because they put them on like YouTube in 4k it's a good series and too. the problem like with those ones. I never watched them when I was a kid because you can't see shit in them on VHS it's... they're so dark yeah so you try and watch them and all you do is hear screams and, and it's raining night. and it's staticky so they put like the well you're watching them during the day yeah. yeah, you yeah. need to be in a dark scared. room. <laughs> but uh, now they put them up in 4K so you can watch them and you can see what's going on. I do like Friday the 13th. Good one. soundtrack. I uh, love Jason yeah. Takes Manhattan. That's number six, I think. They get I up there. I've seen that one. Is it that many now? Oh, Jason oh, yeah. X, he goes to space. Oh, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know Jason why I'm thinking of Night. You were thinking of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street's really good, too. I always get those, too. And it's not that I get them confused. I know distinctly what they are. Yeah. But if we're in, yeah. But Nightmare on Elm Street, those are my favorite. That's a fun one, because it's because I've had, like, Nightmare in my whole life. Yeah. I like dreams. If there's one horror film, which one would you pick? One. Oh, my favorite horror film? That's tough. It's, ooh. There's always one. Yeah. If if there's one horror it. movie that I would suggest that everybody needs to watch, I'm gonna go horror comedy hmm. with the best one I've ever seen and say Shaun of the Dead. Okay. okay. It's pretty darn good. I'm gonna go horror kind of comedy. <laughs> John dies at the end. That's such a weird. That's a fun one. It's kind of horror. It's weird. I'm, I'm gonna weird. go Alien. I love gothic horror okay. really slow building and this is in space and it's, space gothic is like two of my check marks it was so. he literally had to drag me kicking and screaming to watch sit Alien. down and watch that movie that's <laughs> like i like no. it because there was a there's a vasquez character at vasquez vasquez whatever that one is called there's somebody that works on it on alien that has a character like with my last name so that's why i liked it oh and okay. i just started watching all of them up until the predator versus the alien yeah. And then after that, I was kind of Oh, dead. I waited my whole life to see oh. those because I was super into the comics when I was a kid, the Predator versus Aliens. Oh, yeah. I was and big the... into the indie comics and that... stuff. <laughs> those are ones you had to see in the dark, too, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the first one. It was so dark. I'm like, who? What pet is this? Is it the Predator or the Alien? I have no idea. You know, I tried to watch The Crow the other night, and that's one that's still because of the Alec Baldwin really things. dark. <laughs> Was that why you were watching it? <laughs> yeah. No, was it that was, just was, it was that just because it was pure... serendipitous? serendipitous. Like, That's why we were just talking about the crew yeah. the night before. Wow. Yeah, you're psychic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the crow. How was that for you at this point in life? Uh, it doesn't hold up, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I haven't watched it forever. I was the editing out. is really apparent that it's kind of jumping all well, over you the place. Fucking died. This is the thing we got. So what do you expect? To... They're trying to piece yeah. together a movie. Make it into together. a short film and put it like in. Like Dr. Pernas. It was awesome. What are you talking about? I went to see that movie in the theater. The music was great. I'll give it that. You got the cure. I haven't watched it in a long time. A lot of good goth. Yeah. What about Blade? Oh, Blade's amazing. Blade's a great movie. Blade and Blade 2. They're remaking that. I was going to say. Yeah, the first two were good. I like Vampire But not an R rating in it. PG-13. Yeah. yeah, how are you going to make a vampire movie not R-rated? And I thought, wasn't, weren't the Underworlds, even though I like them, weren't they PG-13? I, I feel like those had to be R. Right? Yeah. I kind of like those. Those are, yeah. 
I don't know. Those were always like that the darker the kind of Resident Evil movies. <laughs> they did, I did always like remind Resident, me of Resident Evil. funny you bring those up. I'm going to come back to characters. Do those are like the actress? kind of like acting no, I want to do. Sure. <laughs> those are the roles I want to play if I was an actress growing up because I did theater. I was like, I want to be like the Kate Beckinsale in this. I want to oh, be yeah. like, oh my God, what's her name from Resident Evil? Or like Mila Trinity. Mila Djokovic, yeah. Mila I want to be Trinity and like fucking Matrix. And Who just, just joined like, the Fast and the Furious thing? cast and she's playing a badass hacker? Those are still going. No, but it's it's one. She was also in Mad Max. She's also like one of these badass actors. Charlie Theron. Yeah, Charlie Theron. Yeah, she's in. She's in the new Fast and the Furious. She's been in three of them at this point. She's like the big bad. She's amazing. She can do no wrong. She's played. I have surprise. I haven't pulled this from that. She's on Arrested Development, playing the mentally challenged person, mentally handicapped person, and they called her on their MFR mentally. Wait. Oh, MRF, mentally retarded female. I'm saying because it's clinical. Um, <laughs> don't cancel me. But yeah, she's a badass. Her and like Atomic Blonde, and then what was the other one that was like that she, movie? She has so much range. She does like action hero. She she did serial killer. Yep, Bailey Womack. Uh, oh, so, yeah, she's so great. good. She's funny too. She did that young adult movie with Patton Oswalt. It's really weird. They get, a, I love. they get a lot of crap, but I. Genuinely love the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah, we go to see them with a friend Josh every time they come out in theaters. Funny get a friend thing. Yeah, Yeah. fucking lead actors of child molester. What number we on? Oh no! Did you hear about the Paul Walker? Apparently, what child molester dude had some was like dating an underage person. He He was was dating a a girl that was a year older than his his daughter at the time, and they were like teenagers. To be fair, he hasn't been in a few of them at this point. <laughs> so what did you say your favorite horror movie was, Carl? Mm. It depends what genre. Like I like demon movies. I know I said the the alien, but if there was one horror also movie, also The you Shining. Like The Shining's fantastic. I was gonna say like ones like The Shining or The Exorcist, but these are just classics. The one that scared me the most when I saw it for the first time doesn't so much anymore was The Ring. Actually, oh, The okay. American it's Ring. It's good. The, uh, it's really good. And the Japanese ones messed up and yeah. like. I like that one. Now I can watch it. It's fine. But the first time, that one had a really well, weird effect on me. It's really well made and artsy. Like, yeah. You get that big staircase going up. You see the ship liked, run off, or the horse run off the ship. It was like, yeah. kind of like, and then the film at the end, that they, the actual film when they play it is kind of like, uh, where's that, what's that genre? Like horror, art, art, horror, I don't know. Art house, oh, horror, okay. whatever it's called. Sure. Yeah. Genre. I liked it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you have a favorite, Larry? Yes, I do. What is yours? I have um, a group of favorites, but the top one would probably be um, the original Texas Chainsaw. Mm. Yeah, good, good one. one. Below that, is that a good one. would be The Shining. Mm-hmm. And then below that would probably be The Exorcist and The Exorcist 3. Yes, okay. Exorcist 3 just got added yeah. to Netflix in yeah. high okay, def, and okay. it is fantastic. Well, I'm going to have to that, see that because I didn't know there was Is one. that the one where he's locked up, or is that the one it's in the It's the Asylum mind? one. The Asylum mm-hmm. ones. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah, I have seen all three of them. The actor in the end that plays the priest, he is a fucking amazing yeah. actor, dude. I have never, like, cried during a horror film because name. of acting. And, like, his acting moved me in that. I remember that specifically, was, like, having, like... I'm glad we're in a new, moved. like, art house yeah. movement of horror. We got all these new ones, like Hereditary, The Witch, Midsummer. What did How you, did, guys, okay, what did I you guys think of Squid Game? 
I haven't watched it yet. I, I like either. Squid Game. Did you like it? I, I do want to watch it. I don't care. I like the spoilers, writing and the but... Yeah, I don't either. Some also, of the acting actually, was Actually, spoilers little... Well, it wasn't the acting. I think it's the translation. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Because if we you watch it with Korean, subtitles? I did, well, yeah, I watched it with subtitles. See, I would watch with subtitles, <laughs> but then even dubbing is going to fuck it up. Even when I watch things in Spanish and watch with English subtitles, I speak Spanish, but I know they're fucking up here and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no direct, and that's what sucks between languages. We watched it with voiceover of English. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, but I was like, man, this acting is fucking terrible. That's surprising because it's Netflix number one, like, gainer of all time now. Well, it was in until, the writing. It was until the newest season of You came out. And not only that, there's that a, killed there, it? Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. No way. And not only mm-hmm. that, there's probably, like, three times as many Asians as there are Americans. Sure. Yeah. You know? <laughs> in the world? Yeah. So that has a lot to do with it. You know? I mean, it was just there, a great it's there. show. My sisters you know. are both watching. Sorry. <laughs> My niece Eva is apparently gonna be four, six, seven for Halloween. Does that mean anything to you? Yes. Yeah. You guys, yeah. Is that good? Sorry. Is it a squid? A squid. It's one of the characters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I imagine but this the, is just sorry, the live adaptation of excited. Splatoon. The, the <laughs> <Avenger> game. <laughs> whenever I whenever I first what? pulled it up, I thought it was a reality TV show so or something. Not, yeah. It uh, looks like one. Yeah. What was that? Like show American Ninja. Ninja. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of? What was that show I used to watch in high too? school? With the, yeah, that Japanese. No, the Japanese one, and then people like going through things and would hit them in the face like these. For sure. Okay. Obstacle courses. No cannibalism though. Well, cannibalism. I like cannibal stuff. Hereditary. Did you? I don't. Hereditary. I hate the ending. I will say that. I, I love Toby Collette. I love, I love Nate Wolf or whatever his yeah. name is. The Wolf Kid in it. Uh, but I get oh, it. But I was like, oh, a happy ending. It's too much. It was like, no, the rest would have been nice if it was just creepy the whole time <laughs> and just weird. Whenever, whenever I was going to UNM studying film, I took an entire class that was just horror film. It was horror film, the class. So we would go in, watch a film talk about it, and then leave. Um, and it was in the fall, and it was late at night, nice. so I didn't get out till like, you know, it was after dark, and I had to walk home. <laughs> and uh, most time I was fine, but there was one movie in particular that, like, I remember walking home, I was freaked out after having watched the movie, and I, I would even have to rewatch it again to see if it actually holds up as mm-hmm. much as I think it did. American Werewolf uh, in Paris. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Uh, no, it was, it was uh, Henry Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Okay. I heard, wait. I rented I that I've when I was going one. to college too. I have not watched that. What is that about? It's a serial killer one, and it has that super orange blood from the '70s that you got back then. Uh, it was very but hokey. It's two dudes. It's super. I, I don't know if this. I can recommend no, it. It's gory as fuck. It is very gory. I like gory. The it's just two even dudes that go around like a like... city and tear people apart. That's the thing that like I guess freaked me out about walking it's home about crime. it was because oh. it was like oh he was just you know he would park on the side of the road and wait for someone to come and help him and then kill the dude that helped him. Or just like decide to walk into that house and murder everybody in there. It's dark. <laughs> it yeah. was. It was and just like, like very sudden. And, it's and the like... dude that's in all of James Gunn's movie. He was in Slither as Gary Gary the Sheriff. He was in the new Suicide Squad as the oh, dude shit. with like the super long. He has white the whistly arrow in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah, the blue head guy with the mohawk. What is his name? I see his face. I'm so going good. Sometimes I'm like. But he played. He played Henry. <laughs> Okay. Interesting. Okay, I wrote that down. I will say another movie that really freaked me out before um, we talk about a different character. Uh, that I won't want to get. I don't know if it's horror. Was Tusk? 
Oh, yeah. Movie. I've not seen it a second time because Will it made Smith, me. Uh, uh, Kevin Smith movie? Yeah, yeah, it made me feel it's really, weird. Very really weird. Uh, uncomfortable and, and fucked up feeling. Like I would, a real, something like, wrong inside feeling. I would argue the first half of that movie <sighs> is legitimately a great horror film. Right? Yeah. And it then it just kind of gets wild. It gets off wild. The rails. <laughs> Even the end gets so wild, but it's kind of so wild that it's creepy and ominous to me. Like, it's like, oh, this is kind of silly at the very end, but then I'm like, but Why is this so creepy? So like it's very. I even got chills. I have chills on my legs. Thing. I'm gonna have to watch it because I've been wanting no, to watch it's, it. No, uh, it's so good. Justin Long plays like the. His daughter's in it too. Yeah, yeah. I can't. For like a, a, like oh, a split yeah. second. She's I can't see Justin Long here and there because he was also in um, Jeepers Creepers when I was younger, and I saw that in theaters, and it was just I used to think of the hollowed face out. But I love him, and then he was Tusk, and I couldn't watch anything with him for a while. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck you, Justin Long, <laughs> fucking with my nightmares." And those that one I will say, Tusk, maybe not even my. Favorite, but the one that fucked me up the most. That's the one that weird. Which is weird. Sure. Like the one I watched first alone as a kid was at Horizon. Mm. I watched that alone and was like, "Holy shit, dad this had is me scary." That. Mine That's was the Exorcist, one. and my dad bought me the album. Ooh. What? The album is done by a band called the Tubular Bells. If you ever get a chance, Bells. listen to it. It's fucking Tubular trippy, Bells. dude. I'd play that thing while I slept. And have nightmares what? every fucking night, dude. Why would you? Whoa. Blair was so punk rock. He listened to the Exorcist and sleep. I love it. That's awesome. Fuck yeah, metal. The first, my first memory of being introduced to horror films was my older cousin uh, having me watch Child's Play. That is the first scary movie. Yep, that's the first scary movie I watched while somebody was babysitting me. And he did it specifically yep. because he knew I had a My Buddy doll. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> what, happened? Wait, what, happened? what happened to the My Buddy doll after this? Oh, it didn't last very long. Where did it? Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally trashed. Yeah. Just kept showing back we up. We keep it in the haunted attic now, Justin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kept trying to get rid of it, but it kept coming back. It's with back. the Annabelle doll. Larry's daughter is doing a pro- uh, class Project paper yeah, on she's, Annabelle. She's got oh, a wow. Annabelle doll. Yeah. Like the doll, and then she has like wow. a little. One. Yeah, it's so that funny. That's awesome. She's badass. <laughs> Very strong. Oh, that's funny. Oh, you guys are talking. Okay, jumping around. Uh, we have some minutes. I don't have to be. Yeah, about 20. Whatever. Um, some point I have a show out. <laughs> Women Whiskey Wednesdays. I'm second to last on it. There's like eight people before me. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, so Podcast Fest, so you guys have been podcasting for a minute. I wanted you guys to bring up Podcast Fest with Larry, too. Like, did you ever hear, did this exist? When did this What's exist? What's that? The Podcast Festival. Yeah. I think it was, like, 2018. And yeah, it happened at that lodge that's a club. Like, it was like a two-day festival lead, that they did. The uh-huh. And it was all a bunch of local podcasting huh. people. Were they a lot of and people? Then upstairs to downstairs, they were rotating them all night long. Yeah. It was basically like doing live performances of their podcast at this. Oh, oh, interesting. One venue, like That's cycling nice. through each of it. It was interesting. It was a one-time thing. So no yeah. mics. It wasn't being broadcast. It, it was, was. Yeah, okay. it was being broadcast. They were all just doing it live in front of an mm-hmm. audience, mm-hmm. just moving through next one, next one. Yep. So you had one producer, and then they just. Uh, the people that were on the podcast? Each coming. podcast oh. had their own producer. Okay. And so, okay. Yeah. But they, was everybody using the same equipment or were people? They had different own? stages. Upstairs and downstairs so they had, had different equipment yeah. that would just be for that okay. room for the whole right. day. Hmm. Cameras or just audio? Cameras too. Cameras too. Cameras too. Yeah. It, was, it was interesting for sure. Um, that's wherever we met. Well, we got invited to that because we'd had Chris Burnett 
from 10 drink minimum on oh, yeah, our podcast awesome. a couple times uh, and so here. he like gave them our name whenever they were looking for people to be on it and they're like mm-hmm. you want the last spot of the night and we were like sure why not and we did it and um, uh, they were like well we're canceling the downstairs which is where you were going to be so you get to be on 10 drink minimum with yeah. us and we were like oh, oh score okay so nice. we just basically did a mashup of our show on their show that's cool and then um we met a bunch of other people in the podcast. That's where we met Color Circuit, I think is what they were called, mm-hmm. um, with Kendra. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Kendra Bar- Kendra. Yeah, and uh, her and I did a D&D show together once. Oh, nice. I streamed one three, a couple years ago. Three years ago now. I was a character. I wasn't playing at the time. And this was whenever I first heard the term paid dungeon master because <laughs> the guy who was doing oh, it for us lives in Australia and he does it there, but he gets paid by the government to like go and do it for children at schools. Nice. That's weird. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's. Uh, but. <laughs> I teach kids to dragon. Uh, um, yeah. Um, but you know. You can be a wizard. <laughs> he, uh, he. I guess he inspired me. But um, that was a lot of fun, and uh, the only thing I've ever really done that I got fan art. <laughs> there was yeah. like we didn't have a whole lot like of viewers but there was one person who liked us enough to draw pictures of all of our characters which was very cool cool. that's bad like live drawing there or like took a picture ticket home they just drew it like they listened to us describe our characters and watch us play and then they drew what our characters look like nobody's drawing characters on the show yeah and (laughs) sending it into it yeah it's (laughs) I think <laughs> Don't know who they think they are. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's inviting us anywhere to the BS show. <laughs> That's so Fuck funny. those racist bastards. <laughs> Transphobic bitches. Transphobic <laughs> bastards. <laughs> oh, dude, that's right. I get fan art of you. I want somebody draw me. It wasn't of me. It was the character. Yeah, I was but the playing. character. But yeah, so one of my nieces it was an extension. <laughs> it was an extension. Yeah, it was for an sure. extension of something that you're my like in a seat what somebody else took from your words and your imagination. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. Oh, my sis. <laughs> D&D is great for that kind of stuff. It helps you work through... It's it's a lot like therapy. I noticed doing oh, it, like, as well, as a professional. Well, that's what Rob calls it. Um, yeah. One of the guys on the BS show, he, that's what he calls it. He's all, this like therapy. It, it. Podcasting is, Say you yeah. have confidence issues. Last week was real therapeutic. Yeah, just, you can be <laughs> like, it, it helps you work out, you know, if you ever wanted to try an aspect of a personality, Step that's, a, the bounds that's a safe space self, to do yeah. it because you're putting on a mask. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, I'm going to see how this feels. And then some oh, people yeah. take that with them until you find things that you like to take into real life. That makes sense. Yeah, the character that you played, you felt that feeling, and now you can like unscrew that in your own capsule to be like, now I can ignite this within myself. Like, sure. I like that. Oh, we're talking about characters. I guess <laughs> before we get to that, my sisters have a lot to say today. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we talked about Child's Play. We did get chased around Compton by a Chucky doll. Whoa. Chucky looking oh, doll. Whoa. Like the baby, like my buddy, like the ones that weren't quite him, but like the big ones, I think what you had probably. Because our cousins lived there and we went every summer. I think we'd just seen the movie from our babysitter. <laughs> and then we went and, yeah, my cousin, Alfredo, or was that, it was Armando, I think, and Ceci. They chased us around town. It was good times. We hung out and comped it, comped it as kids. No biggie. Nice. What did you say? I saw part of The Shining at five. 
It's my favorite now, but I messed up my relationship with showers for a while. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You guys gotta look. Sure. Okay, so we're wrapping up, but we have to talk character a little bit. Yeah. Let's what do, do it. you want to play? I'm still down to be rogue, like a rogue. Like we need a rogue. I, what were you when you were playing with him for six hours? A rogue. A rogue. Mm. But she so was we, a... we made a character, but you can always tweak it before yeah. we get started yeah. on the real thing. Yeah. Magical rogue. Still... And this is more of like a mechanic thing. We need to work on like your actual character story. Right. But there are some things that the rogue can do that I'm like, I want to switch the powers a little bit. Right. So you don't want to be like a spellcaster rogue. Because it's a thing. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I also want to be like agile and sneaky. You're right. And like able to, you know, I think have perception about things. I and... think a good one for you would be the mastermind. Is that a kind of rogue? Mm hmm. <gasps> What's mastermind do? Dude, for some reason, I remember D&D just having like elves. No, and, dude. And oh, this wizards is... and that kind of shit. What are the fucking characters? This isn't like, even. Yeah. There's now? so many yeah. books. There's this so is many my books class now. You be a cat person, my... two types of bird person. They just oh released. They just released. And you can be each thing with hippo ink. person. Like, hippo oh, yeah. people. Yeah. Dude, I wanted to be like... a hippo person, but then I think it's not on the thing we're playing. It could be. Could a be a rogue person. hippo. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wait, really? Wouldn't turn it down. No. Nope. Sorry. Uh, I didn't mean a fiddle. Okay, that's so funny. There's so many different. And then with under that, you have other things you have to choose from. Right, like like it used to be that you would choose like an elf or a, a goblin or a hobbit mm -hmm. or that kind of shit. Now it's fucking bird people. Yep. yep. And, but you could always choose like a secondary thing, like a thief yeah. or. Uh, right, there's a race and a class. Like a fucking yes. uh, uh, blacksmith, race all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. There's yeah. a race and class. And then I was some sort of something that was like, could, was almost nuclear. Like I would emit light. Oh, yeah, you were like an angel person. Right. Like a my... half angel. That's an Almasir. My problem, yes. Dude, this Amnesty is like the, I could not is, think of the word. This is like the series uh, True Blood. I knew there was at A's first and they M's. were fucking vampires. <laughs> yeah. Now it's gone into fucking fairies. I was and an Oh, watch something. Hemlock Grove. Really good first season. Third season, there's aliens? You're yeah. like, where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, so what my, when I came into at least the first one, I realized, and maybe because we were in like an enclosed alley, an enclosed inside somewhere. I wanted to really use my like radiation powers to hurt someone, but I couldn't because everybody that I was like with on the was right next to you was so close to me yeah. that I couldn't back up far enough to use certain ones. That just so means, should I just keep these things? You just there? need to have better teamwork with your with your other players. So just... <laughs> Talk it out. I'm be like, laughing, but this is like, like so great. I'm like really into this. Need to really you, just, you just gotta you just gotta be like, hey, I'm gonna do like a nuclear blast. Don't be within five feet of me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd be like, I'm gonna go forward and like yeah. do this first to clear out a room. Right. Or and come then up with a catchphrase come... that they yeah. recognize, like a code word. I'm that going means... bonkers yeah. or something. <laughs> run down the alley. <laughs> I like it. I like it because I can do that. I can do other things. Like I think I can put other creatures and things to sleep for a minute sometimes. Mm -hmm. I have the mage hand. I did get to use that. That was fun. I got to lift something up with my like invisible hand. Mm -hmm. Right. Um. But the character itself, because I don't know. I don't know what I need to be as my just think my of, real time like because we're making it neo. Yeah, just think of like what you think. So the setting yes. is modern day Albuquerque. Okay. The land of enchantment, magic is real in New Mexico. So that that's why real. all this crazy stuff is happening here. So 
but just try to think about like calories or just us. Everybody. Okay, so just like in D and D, not everybody. Ninety percent of the people have are just people. They're farmers. Yeah. They're okay. tenders to like fields and shit. They still have. They got goats. They have like <laughs> like yeah, minor like, magical powers. A hundred, but not anything. One in a like, hundred people out of the village will be like, "Oh, I can play the lute magically. I'm gonna go to the bard's college or yeah. something." So everybody's got like a bit of magic. Yeah, it's a modern day magic. So yeah. everybody's gonna have cantrips. They've gone mm-hmm. to school, so everybody knows how to make a light. Everybody knows like right. simple wizard spells. So yeah, so I'm wondering within this because in my character, what I was building so far was gonna be like I live downtown, which I do, mm-hmm. but like I'm an aspiring photographer, right? Kind of thing, Love and that. which I like as a rogue because, but as a rogue, being an aspiring photographer, could I bring into the game or without having how to explain this? Could I be like, hey, I snap this photo of whatever and I also saw this that wouldn't be that's not something I'm able to do right sure you can say that, that make like, sense? like like uh oh yeah I know I took a photo earlier of this guy and I still have the memory of you know he was wearing this this and this yeah, like you, it's not so much trying to roll forward but camera, more yeah. like for sure like <laughs> there was this book Candace camera growing up where those chick just took pictures of everything and people were like oh somebody stole and they're like who was it and somebody was like blaming someone she's like actually i took these pictures and i think it was this little kid who accidentally stole this sweater and like right. anyway so i want to be like so in that, that case it would just be like it would depend on what you want to do basically you're asking how you can flavor it and you can yeah. do it however you want so, ba- like, if you're looking to figure out who stole something, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I want to see if I took a picture of them, mm-hmm. me and him would decide what, what skill kind of check that is. you want to roll. Maybe an investigation. We'd make you roll the, tw- we'd make you roll the d20, that take is. your investigation check, and then decide if that was based on, you know, how hard we want it to be. If you, yep, yeah, oh, you rolled a 20? Yeah, there's a picture of that guy's... He's wearing a gray hat. Wearing a gray hat, and and you can clearly see him reaching into that person's pocket. You guys are like the judges who can, like, you know, they'd be like, withholding. That's why we have the DMs. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we can. Okay, okay, this is this is making me feel a little more whatever. Because I like that, and I like in my head. You played the character. In my head, I'm kind of one of these kids who is like almost like your daughter or my friend Jared Ostrom. You know, Jared, his like fiance to be. His wife to be Anastasia is like what is really rad, cool, almost cosplaying, but like does cool makeup might look like they would be at an EDM but festival, but also they like hang out at the house, but they dress different almost every day mm-hmm. based on how they're feeling. And as a rogue, I think that's interesting because then people might not recognize me all the time. A bit but, of a chameleon. Yeah, yeah, there might be one standing factor that I have, like a certain piece of jewelry or a certain piece of wardrobe or something. Yeah. But other things might change. So there's a type of rogue describing this. I think you should definitely play mm. this type of rogue. It's uh, uh inquisitor rogue. Inquisitor, what's that? It's basically like they a private they, eye. They a private eye. They specialize in investigating. You don't have to play it as a private eye though. You can play it as like Nancy I leap Drew. from I leap from building <laughs> to building. Really I leap from like building to building to find the best shot that I can or whatever. That part. I need pictures um, of. Parker, yeah, yeah, Spider-Man. yeah, yeah. Right? You're like you're doing whatever you need to get the pictures that you need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mastermind. So would the mastermind be able? Is That's that a different? different one. So inquisitor or mastermind? What do you think would be like the better? Based on what fit? you just described, I would say inquisitor. Okay, cool. 
Because that's my one do. You know, if the other ones, especially if they have a lot of like magical powers, mm -hmm. the people I'm playing with, a lot of them. Then so there's far. not so much that I need to contribute to that, because at least one or two can roll on that. One of the things you could do is like an inquisitor rogue mechanically is you can like study the enemies that you're looking at and figure out their weak points. Okay. So it, we could role play it that you're like, oh, I'm gonna snap a picture. And then I can use, like, you have, like, an app or something mm -hmm. that shows you... Like, have you ever played Fallout, any of those games? No, but I've seen people play Fallout. Okay, yeah, when they go <laughs> into the I mode watch. where you can look at all the different yes, like, okay. arms, chest, oh, head, okay. and be like, oh, I should hit them there. It's their weak point. I like this. Yeah. Yes, we could I'm easily roleplay something like that. Yeah, go and do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking notes so that I remember next time we play. When are we playing next? Do we know? We don't have a schedule. We don't yet. have it. We we're going to. I'm hoping the first week in November we'll finish that practice game we were doing. Okay. Um, uh, I'll we'll, be out of town in November, but at the end. Well, I oh. leave the 13th. So okay. If it's before the yeah. 13th. Yeah. We're looking for the first week. Cool. Probably, um, but uh, actually filming the show, um, we're still getting like art and stuff made okay cool. um once we have all that produced then we're gonna hit the ground running um that's another thing we're gonna have to talk to you about is what your character looks like yeah so that's something we can do and then we'll have someone have draw a rad it's gonna look like anastasia <laughs> i'll just show a picture of my friends like fiance and be like this kind of <laughs> that's perfectly fine what well, uh, my roommate who's playing uh, Rosvell, an alien from Roswell, his Roswell, character yeah, is right. he wants it to look like Stephen Merchant. That's right. <laughs> uh, just really tall and gangly. Very, yep. Kind of a gray alien mixed with Stephen Merchant. Mm -hmm. I love it. Nick Starr is a part of this. We have Lauren Poole. Yeah. Prison Bitch, the band, local band, one of the members of that. Rose on it. Aziz is on it. Your Liz roommate. McKenzie. I have not met Liz. Are you guys doing this all together in one room, or mm -hmm. is it yeah. difficult? Well, that's the plan. Two right, of them weren't there this last the, time, right? The plan right now is doing it like filming on location in a room. It'll be six of us or seven. Uh, six like, players. Players, yeah. two of you guys. Okay, yeah. cool. So it'll be eight people total. I take this. We're working on making maps right now. We got a online app where we can kind of share it back and forth and like add yeah. to it all the time. Dude, this is awesome. So the very first, the the very first oh, actual, spoilers. the very first actual game setting, is going to be, um, you guys are all going downtown for like a street festival where they celebrate magic. Oh. And so there's going to be little, uh, there's going to be a commotion that brings you all together and, and calls like... to action. So basically, art fest. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or exactly. art walk. It's art a, walk. It's, it's like a, art walk. We're it's, theming it's, it to the town. I love it's, it. It's going to be art walk. Because there's so many people at art walk with so many potiony sort of witchery things. For sure. Like, oh, and that's one thing I we want from our would. players We're both a little is bit any sort of suggestion on anything you have Albuquerque that feels Albuquerque to you or New Mexico in general. Give it to us, and we'll try and incorporate it into the game. We're gonna do the balloon fiesta, but instead of uh, instead of it being the balloon fiesta, it's like an aerial combat battle where it's like airships and dragons and stuff like that. Fighting. So let me ask you a question: Are you able to sell these campaigns to other dungeon masters? Um. Yeah, you can. I haven't done that yet. I wonder but, if there's any uh, market for that, like, because I'm sure a lot of people are like, I don't fuck, I'm out of fucking stories, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, there is. Oh yeah, there is definitely you know? people. Like who... you can only come up, you can only be. No, it's just like writer's block. Like somebody needs some kind of fucking mm -hmm. like start. And that's what we and do where you guys could sell the maps for time and, if we're doing a one and shot. All, the whole campaign, the maps, the fucking all that shit. Yeah, you know? no, they definitely they actually have like modules, the people right? who do Dungeons and Dragons like and the make modules. the game. They make modules that are like that. 
And that's one of the ones that I've run. Uh, it definitely makes it a little bit easier, kind of. Um, you still got to make it your own. You still got to make it your own for sure. Um, yeah, but I mean, a, a premise with yeah, the maps oh, yeah. and that kind of shit. And then they can come up with the story. Yes, you know, yeah. Kind of There's definitely a huge market for that. Good yeah. community. A huge market for that. Um, Very grateful to be back. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fun. It is fun. I'm, yeah, I'm very honored to be a part of this. I told even Larry, I was like, somebody hit me up about Dungeons and Dragons. And he's like, really? I think you're like, you yeah. doing it? I was like, if anything, it would just be great stories and whatever. I was like, but I used to like playing D&D back in the day, so it'll be just like That's a good... That's what I told about Star Frontiers and shit. Yeah, yeah. he was talking about Star Frontiers. I was like, yeah. And we're trying to get um, new people, too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Lauren has never played before. Liz, yeah. Liz had never played before. Royal had never played. Um, Royal, I, I guess he'd played a little, a little bit, bit before, yeah. but not very much. Nick, his only Nick. name is our other game we run. Yeah. Oh, cool. Nick no, is someone, he seemed like he's, yeah. he's into he it. knows yeah. what's going on. We kind of got Nick and Assis to like help yeah. us help you guys because yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah, both really <laughs> helpful in being in the moment and in character with me and Lauren was too, but like with uh, it just made it really cohesive mm-hmm. and everybody kind of being in that world together. Oh yeah, I was super excited with how well everybody gelled so when we played. So much fun. We'll be doing it soon. Oh, I'll be gone the seventh and eighth too. We're back the eighth. I'm going to Tucson for a Day of the Dead. We're not. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to be filming. But yeah, let me know. We're gonna talk. So we're wrapping this up. I guess I have a show. We didn't even get yeah. to the kung fu talks. They're both kung fu oh, yeah. martial artists. We have so many more things. We're gonna keep that secret anyway. Where can, <laughs> where can people find you? We'll also add things down here. But where can people find you? And where can they find the podcast? It's and on when... the, the iTunes podcast mm-hmm. app. Okay. Under Fap Check is our like producer title. Uh, have you seen with a question mark and amaze balls? Mm-hmm. We're also on podcasts. Dot com that's plural mm-hmm. and just search uh fab check f-a-p um check. the channel that we are doing for our D stuff just launched we're getting the artwork and everything set up and we're going to start producing more content besides just playing games it's called the pit friends pit friends all right um cool. i like that and uh yeah you can find that stuff on youtube awesome. and facebook, facebook. yep do you have Instagram. any uh, social medias you want to pitch out there? Uh, sure. You can follow me on uh, on Instagram, at uh, Awkward Stoner. Are you on the Instagrams? You don't have to pitch anything. You can be like, I want to be silent <laughs> and private forever. Uh, no, I'm an artist. I'm on Instagram. Yeah. S-I-R-I-A-N-D-I-L, Siriandil. S-I-R-I-A-N-D-I-L. Okay, cool. We'll put it beneath the links for you guys. Oh, man. And hopefully soon, I, you guys had said before, maybe I'll be on your podcast. That'd be awesome. Bring us a movie. Yes. Yeah. Anything else coming up? Any, you want to pitch or anything? Um, Life? <coughs> no, just our podcast. If you want to give that a listen. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then whenever we launch this. Uh... Oh, it'll be today. We're live. We're live right now. No, I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, the, launch, I, the, the, oh, the D&D, the D&D yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a brain fart. Yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> And we'll talk about it in here, too, when it's coming up and things, and I'll let people know how my character is going, because yeah, I'm kind of excited. Yeah, we got to know how my character's going. I'm so far, Rogue. I'm going to be an Inquisitor, Rogue. It's the COVID. We got <laughs> past that. But, yeah, um, so carlovasquezcomedy.com. I don't have too many dates coming up, because I'm going to Tucson and then Portland. Um, but, yes, again, uh, tonight, if you're watching this live, Women and Whiskey Wednesdays, happening at Hollow Spirits. I'm about to head there now. It's started, like, 
It starts in 20 minutes. <laughs> nice. Anyway, um, and then this weekend I have the <clears throat> medicated dinner. That's also on the thing. Look, carlavaskiscomedy.com. <coughs> everything, carlavithinksoutloud.com as well. Follow so us, like, subscribe. Oh, yeah. The Witches and Bitches tomorrow in yeah, Santa Fe. Ooh, that sounds mm. fun. What's up? Witches and Bitches, and we can dress up. I'm going to do Day of the Dead stuff. And I, they want me as a comedian, but they're giving me 10 minutes. So they're doing an open mic first for anybody, and then at 8, it starts, like, the actual, like, book people. So I'll be that and doing a five-minute comedy set, and then I'm going to relate that with a song I'm going to play in Spanish, La Llorona. I'm going to talk about La Llorona and then play La Llorona. Ooh, this is, like, nice. old Mexican, like, um, folk song, because I play nice. guitar. So very I get to cool. do both tomorrow, which will be very fun. So if you can make it in Santa Fe, that would be awesome. At the something, look at carlovaskiscomedy.com. We have all the info there. I don't remember. Something cidery. All right, guys. Yeah. Awesome. I think we're, yeah. Every Wednesday at live, 6 p.m., we be here. Woo! Woo! Love you, Larry. Love you, Patty. Thank, Thank you, you so Austin. much for having yes. us. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. It was a lot Appreciate of fun. Appreciate both of you. And good night. Good night. Good night. Bid you farewell. <laughs>